to another live conversation on Alatra TV. Today we have a very special guest with us. But before I introduce her, I would like to remind our viewers the format of our conversation today. So today we will get to know our guest and we will also find out how does she envision a future where everyone is happy and lives a fulfilled life, a future where everyone is happy. So today we have uh, with us um, a guest. She lives in New Jersey, United States, and her name is Marella Russo. She is an owner of Marella Russo Lifestyle Magazine. She's a wife, a mother, and a beautiful person inside and out. So Marella, well, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. Thank you, ladies, for having me. I'm pleased uh, to be able to join you today. <laughs> Yes, and we're so happy to have you today with us, Marella. Can you please tell us a little bit more about yourself? And maybe you can share something that the viewers do not yet know about you. Well, um, I was born and raised in America, in Brooklyn, New York. I've been, I'm a mommy of two wonderful girls. And I have quite a lot <laughs> on my shoulders because I also help run my husband's uh, musical business as well, his musical career. Um, I've recently started uh, my own lifestyle magazine. I started this project during the pandemic. Uh, it was probably right in the beginning. Everybody was going through a lot of probably stress and turmoil. And I was receiving a lot of uh, messages in my social media accounts. And my daughter was sitting next to me one day and she's like, mom, why don't you start something, you know, that would be probably useful, creative, and at the same time, beneficial for other, you know, women, people, where they can come and just get some advice, you can motivate them. It's basically the same thing what I do when I message everybody. Um, so we started, uh, she started helping me and we started setting up this uh, lifestyle online magazine. It's been almost a year uh, in the makes, I would say, and we launched it, I just launched it about a week ago. And it's, it's, I'm just beyond uh, shocked to see that we are reaching almost the whole entire world. When I check all the analytics, I didn't even realize that we would be going so global with this project. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. So what inspired you to start this magazine? And what is the goal that you have in mind for the magazine? Well, um, as I mentioned, I got inspired during the pandemic. There was just a lot going on. People were in stress and they were writing a lot of things like, oh, I'm having, I have, a, I mean, I have conversations and relationships with a lot of the people that message me. Some of them may be going through some hardships in their lives. Some of them are going through some illnesses. I am not a medical professional, obviously, but I am there as a human to be there for, you know, for that person to support them. If I can lend a hand and, you know, sometimes people don't have who to talk to. So I decided to kind of take all that, what, you know, I see the issues that people are generally the questions that they're asking. And I turned that into that lifestyle magazine. So maybe, you know, if somebody is embarrassed to ask a question or if they're having some issue, you know, with, uh, I don't know, whether it be stress or they have, uh, something you know like they wanted to ask me about a beauty question or what lipstick was that you're wearing so I kind of made all that into this magazine we have beauty we have uh, self-improvement we have wellness health 
I want to inspire and motivate people to take care of themselves mentally, obviously, to take, find time for themselves. You know, no matter how busy you are, no matter how much you have going on in your day, it's so important to find, you know, that 30 minutes to either take that walk outside to do some kind of fitness, you know, exercise program to read a book, whether it be just, you know, or putting on, uh, you know, a lipstick, even if you're not going anywhere. Sometimes these little things, you know, can make that person feel better about themselves. And if we don't take care of our, our you know, of ourselves um, emotionally, we don't take care of physically, if we're not eating correctly, the right foods, all of that builds up and it can really cause a lot of damage to our body. So I just wanted to motivate, um, all the people out there to, you know, find that time during the day, no matter how busy you are, we can all, you know, snag a few minutes out of the day for ourselves. Yes, thank you so much, Morella. And also one of our favorite articles was about living with attitude of gratitude. And can you explain to us what does it mean to you and how important is it for us to live this way? Well, living uh, with gratitude is probably one of the first articles that I actually wrote. And it's one of my favorite articles because a lot of people have this tendency, we complain. We complain, I'm guilty of that as well. <laughs> We've complained how, how tired we may be. We may complain how much, you know, there's dishes to wash and how much, you know, garbage I'm taking out all day and I'm folding laundry. And I do all of that. I don't have anybody, I mean, who does that for me. So living with an attitude of gratitude is finding, finding what to be thankful for. Whether sometimes we're looking at all those dishes there in the sink we have to be thankful that there's food that we could have you know ate from <laughs> and those dishes are dirty there is uh you know crumbs under the table we have to be thankful that there was food that we were, was on that table that caused those crumbs so any little thing i mean we're busy we're complaining that you know children are screaming or i can't find another whatever it may be thank god that we have children there's some people that don't you know are, are unable to conceive so there's a reason we have to look for that, you know, you know, reason to be happy in every situation. And all of us have something to be happy of, especially if we are looking at social media all day, people can get depressed. They look at certain body images, photoshops and like, hey, but I don't look like that. And I'm not good enough when we start feeling, you know, not happy about ourselves, but we have to find everything. I have to say I'm happy and I can start taking care of myself. So there's so much that we can find to be grateful for today. Yes, absolutely. I have to agree. And we have to look for the little things in every situation. When life gives us lemons, we have to make lemonade. We have absolutely. to be grateful for everything we have. And everything is a lesson, right? That we can, we can make something positive, positive out of it. Definitely. And it is a wonderful article. So thank, thank you. you. And uh, today, you know, Marella, we see a lot of problems in the world. And I would say in all spheres of life. And uh, but the good news is that today on the platform of Alatra International Public Movement, we have a project called Creative Society. And it is a project that was initiated by people themselves to unite all people in the world in this one idea of building the creative society. And creative society will uh, put human life first. So it will make it the highest value. It will provide for a future without wars, 
conflicts, violence, and hunger. It will ensure a decent life for people all over the world and eliminate the fear of the present or the future as we see people uh, living in those states right now. And of course, bring the modern society to a new level of unity and peaceful development um, in all spheres of life. So Marilla, in your opinion, how important is it today to build the creative society and to inform people uh, about this solution? Well, this idea sounds magnificent, sounds like heaven on earth already. <laughs> um, I think it's very, very important uh, to get this message out there. The more we talk about it, the more we spread the word, I think that would make a huge difference. When we see something that is wrong and we are silent about it, we're just as guilty of this crime. So there is, I mean, obviously there's a lot of wars going on. There's a lot of, uh, there, we're living in a time of sickness right now. I mean, people are sick. They may be, you know, uh, without work. They may be emotionally not doing well. Uh, they may be physically not well. And there's on top of that, there's a lot of uh, countries that have wars that people are, don't even know about. There's a lot of um, murders and countries in Africa and other countries. So, I mean, it's so important that we spread the word, that we teach our children about the goodness. Uh, it's, it's our responsibility to teach the new generation about you know being kind to others about being you know being generous when we you know kind of sometimes we leave we live our we leave i'm sorry we leave our children into the hands of uh you know the ipads and the iphones and they may be getting the wrong you know information so it's important as parents to instill in our children the new generation these values that are so important to mankind because Anger brings more anger and kindness and love is, you know, brings more. It's like a torch being passed, a flame. Um, I think it's so important also, uh, in my opinion, religion, when a child has a fear, you know, not a fear, but it's more of a knows God and knows what God teaches. And there is some kind of superior being above, you know, and we don't li leave the, the child into the hands of, the TVs, the movies that were showing all these shootings and violence, video games that are became, becoming more violent by the day. I mean, you, you have to literally screen for different types of, you know, uh, to see if this is suitable for this age group or if this is suitable for that age group. You have shootings, you have uh, murders going on in schools and all that. It's really about the parents taking the time to raise the new generation with kindness and love for one another. Yes, thank you so much, Marella. And I have to agree that, uh, yes, the world we live right now needs a, an adjustment. And it really, we need to build a future that we can all be proud of, a future where we all feel safe and the future where our kids are able to be the, you know, the people they meant to be so the full human potential is being used for the betterment of the society and Absolutely. Marella we ask people around the globe uh how do people envision a creative society or how do we envision this future that we all can be happy in so what does the ideal world looks like to you and how do you envision it 
Well, the ideal world, obviously, which would not have wars, would not have people killing each other, a world filled with love, how God wanted it. Love one another as I have loved you. We go to the basis, the Ten Commandments, you know, where do not be envious, do not kill, do not steal. That is really the basis for uh, creative, I think, society should be, where people have love, kindness to one another. Yes, absolutely. A world based on love and kindness. And uh, that is exactly what we should have. And we live in the 21st century. And as you said, um, wars and violence is not going to create a better future. We've been there. We've done that. We can see that only destruction only causes destruction. And but only by peaceful means, all together united in this one idea, can we build a better future for ourselves. And as you said, if we all take responsibility for our actions, and we know that you're um, a very active person in the community, in the society, and you are striving to build a better future for yourselves, for your kids, and for others. Can you please tell us, today we hear a lot of people saying, well, what can I do? I'm just one person. I do not matter. How can we motivate those people? What would you say to those people um, who think that their opinion does not matter, which we know that every person today is important, and uh, today all people can make a difference. So how can we motivate the people that are watching us today? Well, uh, if we would say that what my opinion, I mean, my action is not going to change, you know, the, uh, the society, then if everybody would speak like that, then nothing would happen. It's baby steps. It's really is baby steps. Anybody can make a difference. You know, if you, you know, you give kindness, you give love to one another, no matter how bad the person may be, I feel like you can touch anybody's heart with kindness and love. So I think if everybody would just take baby steps together, we would see a gigantic, huge movement in this world. Yes, thank you so much, Mariah. And no. also the, the question I have, what role do women play in building a creative society? Well, the woman is the nurturer of everything. I mean, we are the ones that uh, instill these values into our children. And they are the new generation. It's up to us to be able to educate, I mean, to teach our children because they are the next generation. They are the ones that are going to make a big movement. So if we would all instill these values into our children, we would see a big difference in about, you know, 10 years. <laughs> Yes, most definitely. Thank you so much. And I do yeah. believe that the essence of a woman is to is a peacemaker. And it's also someone who gives gives birth, right? So if we give birth, then we also have to take care of our family and everybody around us. And we give love and unconditional love can only grow if we don't live in fear anymore. So the project Creative Society is very global project. And it's a project of humankind it's not really a project of a particular group of people it's really a project of our civilization and through the past nine years we have interviewed people around the globe and we asked them what type of society they would like to live in and based on their answers we were able to put eight foundations or pillars or framework for the creative society so right now i would like to show a quick video on the screen of those eight foundations and then Morella will dive deeper into those eight foundations and which ones resonate with you. So if you could please see the eight foundations on the screen.
thank you so much. So Morella, please share with us, why does this project resonate with you and which foundations really stand out to you? Well, I think it's really beautiful, uh, the whole movement, the project that every that you're running. Uh, and I'm really impressed by it because you're taking the time, I mean, to spread all this awareness. Um, I would say human freedom, probably, because uh, we are all born free. <laughs> it was given to us by God. And unfortunately, some countries still today, people don't have that freedom. They don't have the right, some people, you know, they, it may be because you're a woman, some, you know, countries, because of you're a woman, you can't do certain things, uh, <laughs> you know, and you would think, come on, it's 2021 now, what is going on? So I really would like to probably say that human freedom is very important, that every human has the right, which is given to them. Yes, absolutely. And um, as we said, the eight foundations are so valuable because they were they represent the desires and the needs and the wants of all the people worldwide. And that is, we know already today that over 99% of people worldwide want to live in the creative society. They're ready for this change. They know that the way we live right now is not the right way, that we can do better. We people should sound proud. Humanity should be with a capital H. And uh, Marella, in your opinion, how, from your maybe personal experience, how can we share this information? What can each person do today in order to share the information about Creative Society so that we can build it faster? Well, uh, uh, we're very lucky to be living in the time, I guess, of the internet. Internet has its, uh, obviously, minuses, negatives, and pluses. Um, definitely spreading awareness uh, through the internet, that there are countries that are still suffering. There's humans that are still suffering in this world that don't have this freedom. Um, they even don't have probably, some countries don't even have access to the internet because they don't want people to have this information. But if uh, countries, especially like America, would bring you know, forth this movement of you know, trying to get the countries to you know, acknowledge that every person is born free, and has the right, you know, women, some countries don't even have the right to vote probably or driving, you know, cars some nowadays, which is really crazy. Um, I would probably use it more um, doing programs, bringing awareness to probably the United Nations and other countries to gather and unite and to bring forth more information. The more information we have, the more we talk about it, the more that we can make a difference. We just stay silent and say, ah, they, these countries don't matter or, you know, this doesn't matter. Then it's just we're acknowledging, we're letting, we're saying this is okay. Yes, that's true. And we no longer can handle any more separation. We cannot have another war. We cannot have another violence. We really need to unite under one idea of building a creative society because creative society benefits everybody. And the question I have for you, Marella, um, how would our society, for example, education or healthcare, improve if we really put human life as number one priority? What would it look like for you? If uh, I'm sorry, can you please say that if uh, if health? Yes, if we put uh, human life first in health and education, how would everything change for you? Oh, everything, unfortunately, right now is just uh, one big uh, business. It's not about 
taking care of the person. It's not about it. It's about money and it's about power. And even when we were now with the vaccine, who was going to get it first, which country was going to, it wasn't even about the person. It wasn't about treating people that are ill. It was about, I'm going to be, and some ambitions, basically, money and ambitions. So uh, it's very important that people, I mean, would put priority of the person and not of the health, I mean, the business aspect of the healthcare. Education, I mean, it has to be obviously free for all, which in some countries, I mean, if there is great, I mean, there's private schools, which cost a lot of money and people can't afford, you know, to send their kids to these type of schools. I believe that everything should be equal and everyone, every person has the right to access the best education and the best healthcare system for them. Most definitely. And uh, what, uh, one of the foundations is openness and transparency of information for all. And we know that we can only build a creative society if we are honest and if we receive honest information that we can make the, you know, the decisions that affect us in a positive way. Uh, how important it is to make this personal choice of seeking out the truth and speaking the truth right now? Oh, I feel like everybody's just trying right now to filter the truth, not to speak the truth, but filter. It's what they want, you know, society, news, whatever it may be, they want us to hear, the information they want us. It's like they're kind of guiding you into making the, de the decision that they want you to make. It's not even about the human anymore. It's not about the choices we want. It's about their kind of slowly, gently guiding us into what we have to do. So, of course, transparency and honesty and all that is great, but it's not there. I feel like we don't have that fully, unfortunately. We're not there. Yes, yes, absolutely. Not yet, but we can yet, yes. it happen. Yes, if we all speak up, if we all start uh, holding those people accountable that, you know, spread the false information. And only if we request and want the truthful information, then we can definitely make it happen. And uh, it sounds like we're on the right path. And we're so happy to have you with us as well with your magazine, you know, with the inspiration already that you're doing for the society and for um, for the people, it is wonderful. And the more people we have like that, that are taking that active position, that are working towards the betterment of the society, we can definitely build the creative society so much faster all together. And uh, Marella, our program is coming to an end, but we would like to end on a good note. Can you please share with us something? Could you please share something with our viewers? Uh, wish them something at the end of the program. I wish for every person to be filled to be loved and filled with love and to spread love i hope to see every single person happy healthy and that's what i'm trying to do trying to motivate i want to see the better you the better person uh in a good shape mental health everything i want to see everybody happy and that's the most important thing Yes, and Marella, I know Olga said the last question, but I really had another question for you. Um, uh, what do you think unites us all and how important it is right now in this moment for the whole civilization to unite under one goal? I think every person, good or bad, uh, no matter what, wants good, to see good. Nobody, I don't think, in their heart wants to commit bad. We have to give in 
to helping one another. If we do something good, it feels good, and we kind of want to continue doing that. If each one of us were to unite, I think, and be there for one another, it would definitely spread this message much faster. Awesome. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> Go ahead. To remind our viewers, if you would like to learn more about the project Creative Society, visit alatraunites.com. You can get all the information there. You can watch prior interviews as well as you can select the language of your choice. Also, you can join, uh, you can click the join us button and write your comments or questions. And uh, also, Morella, thank you so much for being with us today. And we are happy to invite you as well as all of our viewers to a conference called Creative Society, What the Prophets Dreamed Of, that which will take place on March 20th. And during the conference, we will talk about what did the prophets of all times that came to us talk about? What kind of society that did they envision and how did they want us to live? What kind of relationships that did they um, want us to have? And why aren't we living according to what the prophets talked about. Uh, we do have, we will have interviews with specialists, interviews with religious leaders uh, during the conference as well. And this will be a global worldwide conference that will be translated to 35 languages and broadcasted on over thousands of platforms. And you can find the broadcast on alatraunites.com as well. And thank you so much, Marella, for being with us. Thank you so much, Olga. And friends, until yeah. next time. Yes, and we will finish our broadcast with the promo about the next conference. So thank you so much, ladies. Till next thank time. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Imagine a world where justice, goodness, and equality reign, where every person lives comfortably and in affluence where we are not afraid of going home in a dark street, where we don't have to survive, but can live and breathe freely. Isn't this the world which the prophets spoke about at all times? Isn't this the world that we ourselves have been dreaming of for a long time? But who will build it except ourselves? On March 20, 2021, at 15 GMT, on the platform alatrainites.com, the third international online conference, Creative Society, What the Prophets Dreamt Of, will be held on the initiative of millions of people from all over the world. Join live broadcast and call your friends. Let's build the world of our dream together.